Weekdays on TBS, it's the invasion of the super geeks. <laughs> Urkel and Screech. <laughs> Lock your doors, hide your daughters. Wow, mama. And spend two whole hours with two really weird guys. <laughs> Urkel and Screech. Hello, Johnny. On Saved by the Bell and Family Matters, 505 Eastern weekdays on PBS. Bayside High? Hey, it's just a typical school. With typical teachers. <laughs> and very normal students. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're all really close. Just like your school, huh? Oh, yeah! Yeah! Bayside High? Hey, it's just a typical school. Sunday. Remember that one Christmas gift you had to have? And very nice. Everyone official red ever put an action to enjoy Despite the odds, you forged ahead trying so hard to be perfect. But, well, that didn't quite work out. So you appeal to the highest power. You shoot your eye out, kid. And spend a sleepless night waiting to see if your efforts paid off. A Christmas story. We live it all at 1035 Eastern Sunday on the Superstation. And very normal students. Sunday on the Superstation. Fred and Barney take over for Santa. Me? Fred can fill the suit. Pretty good, huh? But can he get the job done? Then on Saved by the Bell, Zach saves the day. Santa will fix that. And Screech becomes Screech. It's a miracle in bedrock. And Bob Humbug at Bayside High. It's the Superstation Christmas kickoff. Sunday at 2.35 Eastern on the Superstation.
Thursday, everybody, and welcome back to Sitcom All Ye Faithful. <laughs> and again, for the third time, I giggled when I started singing like a few a fool. I had fuel on my brain, uh, singing like a fool, because once again, I'm not alone. Joining me this evening is a a man who's been on Geek Mentality in the past. He's been on, I want to say, last year's sitcom, All Ye Faithful. He might have been on a Marty McFly. I have no memory. I think he was. Uh, but he's also a part of the family. Well, the two families. The, the, the Unfortunately, my actual family. But he's also part of the fans, not experts family, as he is probably the host of the uh, most popular podcast on our uh, airwaves, the Metallicast, which I think is still a podcast. I'm not sure. It's been a while, but he was just telling me, oh, I have kids. Things are important. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, oh, we haven't even talked about what we're talking about yet, but that's okay. My cousin Brandon is here. Hi, Brandon. Hello. How are you? I'm going to talk like this for the whole podcast. Oh, good. Um, You're going to use your real voice? Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's lovely being here. Um, you know, it has been a... I'm, it's been a while since I've done this podcast thing. A few months. Yeah. A few months. And um, Metallicast is a thing. It's not an active thing this moment, but it is a thing. It will be an active thing again in the future, maybe, I hope. Once um, the kids it, are in high when school. When my kids are 18 and, <laughs> uh, and, you know, Metallica is dead from old age. <laughs> Never. Uh, so, you know, Brandon, it's Christmas time and I, I can't help but think of you at Christmas time because of the time that you were arrested. Uh, well, I'm not going to talk about that, but every Christmas Eve from when I was, oh, well, when I was a baby, Brandon wasn't born. I'm much older and more mature than him. But since Brandon was a baby, we've had Christmas Eve together up until, you know, somewhat of adulthood. You, yeah. You both- I was in college when it stopped. Were you? Okay. I thought I was going to say you were married, but yeah, I guess not. I might have been married. Yeah, we might have had it one. All blends in. No, we had one, I think, when um when my niece was a baby. I don't know if you were invited. I think that was the last one. That was year. the last one. That was yeah. the your parents' current house. Yeah. Uh, but you know, people get older, they they have kids, they we move get on. wiser. We, we get wiser. To hang out with all I do is you. get older. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's here today. And last year he was here to talk about his his favorite, I, I think it's his favorite show, Saved by the Bell. Uh, and you're going to realize this guy, you, you're not going to trust his taste after you realize, well, you already know because you downloaded this episode, <laughs> that he's here today well, to talk about one of his other favorite shows. Correct? Well, you said my favorite show is Saved by the Bell. You oh, shit. Spoke. I already screwed up. His, my favorite gonna, show is, what is it? Boy Meets World. We did that last year. The years go. of the years go passing it day does, by day. It does blend in. It does. It, blend. You know what? They're they're comparable shows, except for the fact that Safe by the Bell makes Boy Meets World look like Breaking Bad or The Wire. 
<laughs> I was gonna say, Boy Meets World is, kid, you know, young teen oriented, has some like silly melodrama, but it is a shit. It's still like an actual show. I don't know what the hell I just watched. Like, but so just to here's the issue. I said, pick a Christmas uh, show. And did you want to do Say by the Bell? He said, yes. And then he says, guess what? It's your lucky day. I'm picking an episode that has two parts. So you have to watch it. You have to watch two of them. So we watched uh, Home for Christmas part one and two that originally aired December 7th, 1991 and December 14th, 1991. People had to wait a week to see what happened. What utter hell. I would imagine. Well, how old were you in 1991? I was like in first grade, probably second grade, maybe. So you might have already been watching this by then. Yeah. I I believe, I mean, I was aware of Saved by the Bell. Mm -hmm. I think I became a more active viewer, probably like when I was like in third grade or so. You know what it was? They would have uh, my daily weekday routine. I'd come home. I would uh, have myself a little snack-a-doo. And, uh, you know, we're talking maybe a bowl of ice cream, maybe some Doritos, maybe some Cheez-Its. And uh, I would get my homework done because I was a very studious young boy. Um, a genius, some would say. Um, so I flew through my Who my would say studies. that? Everybody. So, uh. I flew through my studies, like, lickety-split. And... Um, he All has a teacher, by the Ed... way, but he teaches music. <laughs> that doesn't count. All because at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock, I had to tune in for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And then when that Thank was God done. That you didn't say that show. <laughs> That's not a sitcom. Wait till next That's year. Okay. It's this a is sitcom depending a sitcom. on your point of view. That's true. So is this. And then um, you would flip on over to... Uh, tbs the superstation and they would have like a marathon of saved by the bell till like the braves game started (laughs) starting at 605 or 50405 so this uh now it's funny on i watched this on peacock and it called it season four episode 24 and 25 but on imdb it's called season three 24 and 25 and i'm going to stick with season three because i'm sorry good morning miss bliss is not the first season of say by the bell it's a different totally show. totally different show. totally different same show. same characters or some, some of, the of them same characters. some of them uh but totally different show um you know what's funny about say by the bell i uh you know yeah naturally when i was in i mean besides everything it's just <laughs> a genius show um the when you are um an owner of the DVD collection, like myself, of course, um, you realize that uh, the seasons are in the episode numbers are not really in chronological order. <laughs> well, is that weird summer so, like, season kind of or summer episode? Like I, yeah. So like when you them. when you look at like how they aired because the box set, the DVD box that's like in order of like the air date, yep. so you'd have like. The beach episodes. Look at this amateur. The Malibu Sands episodes. <laughs> was that with um, Leah Remini? Wasn't she this daughter? Why do you even have to ask? Of course it was. <laughs> the king of freaking queens over here, okay? And uh, actually, she was the queen of queens. That's true. KJ and, was uh, the king. Yeah, always the king. Uh, KKJ. 
<laughs> okay, I was like, wait, oh, do I have to edit that out? <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, you don't have to edit anything out yet. <laughs> you just wait. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, if I'm recalling correctly, you know, there'd be like a Mad Sands episode, like part one, and then there'd be a random episode, <laughs> and then the next week was like part two. It's like <laughs> makes no sense. My favorite is like when you get to the last season. Uh, Jesse, you know, leaves the show because yeah. she wanted to take her clothes off and uh, that was Showgirls. during Showgirls, right? That's crazy. God, oh, god bless her. Oh, and, yeah. anyways, <laughs> uh, they replaced her with Tori the tomboy, who nobody likes to acknowledge. They did not ask her yeah. back for the reboot. And, um, but there are episodes I feel like aired out of order, so like a character would be missing and replaced, and then like five episodes later, they're back without explanation. You know, it's the beauty of uh family television in the 90s where plus saturday you know, morning a saturday morning sitcom which is what this was yeah yeah it's the first of its kind ahead of its time really was saturday had, morning live I mean, action show yeah i'm gonna say the first of its time i'm trying to think how many were there was like malibu wasn't there a malibu something where they worked at the mall or in california are you thinking of California dreams this layer right here in the sun. I feel like you have that DVD Till too. The dreams are done. Yes, uh, do I exactly. have that DVD? No. Do I want the DVD? Yes. But the problem is <laughs> they don't make them. <laughs> I, it must have been out at some point, but you know, it wasn't as readily available as uh, Safe by the Bell seasons one through five. Um, plus the college years, which yes, I do own the college of years. I remember TV. watching that thing. I'm going to watch this show, and yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, you were probably a Professor Lasky fan because you suck. And <laughs> we don't like Professor Lasky. Okay, we, let me just say we don't like Professor Lasky. Okay, I, guess, I he was, suppose he was, he was going after Kelly Kapowski. We're like, whoa, Kelly Zach's girl, oh, oh Professor boy. Lasky. You're a creep. creep. You're an old like professor. Get out of here, yeah. right? Make Teachers room for creepy. Zach. And then Zach came back. Zach came back, right? Mm-hmm. Brought her to Vegas. He put a ring on it. Spoiler alert. On what? I don't want to edit it out. So don't answer. So there we we have. But we're getting way far ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we are this is way this far episode's ahead of way before the college years. This episode, you know, I finished this this watching this maybe about twenty minutes before we were talking, and I thought, oh my god, how can I have Two uh, talk about two different shows this year, and both of them have uh, a homeless person with a kid. And luckily, the family's there to solve the day, to save the day. It happened early on with Silver Spoons when the Strattons saved a, fam- a homeless family uh, living in a cave in their backyard. <laughs> did you know that? I don't know if you, that's a true story. It was a cave in the backyard where young Joey Lawrence and his parents lived, and uh, the dad gave him a job in the. Um, in their toy factory. And here we are uh, down in Bayside where Zach Morris's mother, basically, and father, who we never see. Have we ever seen Zach's father? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And but Zach's- I, I, I want to say it's probably like, um, you know, a Topanga Lawrence situation where the dad was always played by somebody different, you know? And his mom... One of the few plot holes of, Bob, of Boy Meets World, let me tell you. <laughs> one, one, one of the, the few only continuity issues. <laughs> Still bugs you to this year. You want you want uh, James, uh, you want George Lucas to come in and up, you know, update a special 
special uh edition. God, I'm hoping Lucas the same actresses swims in. Now with Zach's mom, she's she's prominent in these episodes, and I don't remember her at all yeah. either. Yeah, you know what? The the what I love about um teen television. Oh, you could have just said um, teens. <laughs> Creep. I don't want to, I don't want to make you edit anything. <laughs> That's true. I'm not okay? editing. No, yeah. Um what I love about teen television is that parents don't really exist. True. The teens just like do whatever the hell they want. Um, you know, plot it, it like continuity, uh, be, plot, acting, yeah. acting doesn't none of it really matters that much. Well, it's like think even like most recently, like the CW shows, which you love, um, uh, or back in the day terrific. when it was the WB. Remember the singing frog? Oh, yeah. um, Michigan you know, J Frog. My wife watches uh, the likes of Dawson's Creek. I've seen that show. Uh, I've never seen. I've never sat down and watched an episode, but I've seen the whole series about <laughs> ten times. So you but, saw the um, dad die and like the well bending over, like eating ice cream or something. Isn't that a famous <laughs> scene? The dad dad gets in a car accident while he's making eating ice cream. I, I saw that on YouTube. But you know they they live their own lives, which are largely yep. adult lives, uh, True. without um, the need of parents most of the time, except when it's like a convenient plot device well think about smallville they went to high school for a, for a bunch of years they went to college for like a, a month and then they worked at the daily planet <laughs> you know it's just yeah. they kids grow up I fast wish. on tv i i hear i'm looking like i'm i'm thinking am i creep how old are these actresses in this because i remember as a kid having crushes on them but i don't know if they're in you know if i'm should be like watching it going oh man no i their kids well you know what's sad I don't you know even know. They're probably in their twenties by then. Is that I think they might have actually been pretty close to their ages. Oh, you creep! Because you know what is? So my daughter um, is an active viewer of Full House, so we watch a lot of Full House in this Full House, and um, <laughs> she's a big fan of Uncle Jesse. Who isn't? Who isn't? Who isn't? Um, and uh, you know, you watch that show, and like in the first season. They talk about how, you know, Uncle Jesse's like 25. And you're like, there's no way he's like 25 years old filming this. You Google it. Yeah, he was 25. Like, they're all playing. They're just like, Bob Saget's like 30. You know, and, you know, Joey Gladstone is, uh, you know, 26 or whatever he is. You know, it's like, I think, you know, people just age differently now. Where it's like you ever yep. see like those old like baseball players, or like and look they, they look like they're seventy years old, yeah, right? But they're but they're like you know, thirty three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I talked about that even on Golden Girls. Uh, Blanche was fifty two when she started the show. She was a, a divorced retiree living in a Florida uh, right. widow, a widower, I should say, or a widow living in florida and she's 52 and i'm like oh that's uh, me in six years oh great cool <laughs> cool, cool 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 i would love but to live in a retirement community in but years. what's interesting about saved by the bell is that they oh age, yeah saved by the bell they aged to like college and then just stopped aging like they all look <laughs> the same <still. laughs> <That's true. laughs> good good genes good genes uh and you know it's what i like about saved by the bell also is they don't uh they don't steer away from heavy heavy subjects like uh oh uh wheelchair girlfriends for zach and homeless girlfriends for zach and that's what and but this, let's not forget the most famous episode of all 
drug addiction. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. But that was Jesse Spano. That, that was the episode, I think if I read it right, like one or two before this was that episode, in, in at least in Peacock. It was very, uh, it was a very heavy season for this comedic mat- tour de force right. we call Saved by the Bell. It yeah. showed like, it showed range. Uh, Paul oh, Verhoeven, Paul Verhoeven was at home and he's like, yes, I want her to strip on my screen. He's the one. I don't know. If, I think that's who directed. I don't know if that's what he sounds like. I don't even know if he has an accent. But um, the IMDb description says Zach Slater, Screech, Kelly. By the way, we're going to talk about this episode at some point. Zach Slater, Screech, Kelly and Jesse are working at the mall for the holidays where they, they befriend a homeless man and his daughter. All And the way Zach meets this girl bothers me everything i i texted you a while ago, uh, like maybe an hour ago and i go this is truly terrible television <laughs> and i'm so glad i'm watching it um and what's funny is i think it might have been only a few months ago unless it was last year where i was listening to another another podcast a christmas podcast called the advent calendar funhouse advent calendar house and they talked about this. And I was like, I've never. So I'm watching this going, oh, yeah, I, I kind of know what's going on here. I know there's a homeless guy in the bathroom. And yeah. of course, they're joking about him. And it's like, they've never seen a homeless guy. And Zach's way of saying, it's not my fault. The, when you're on my in my street, you know, if you're poor, that just means you don't have cable. Like, what a dick. <laughs> so one thing you'll learn re-watching State by the Bell is how... Um, one, not politically correct it is, which is True. a sign you of the You sent me a, a gif of that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's more examples, too, like when Zach gets in touch with his Native American ancestors and he <laughs> needs himself running Zach. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, but anyways. Uh, the early 90s. Neither here nor there. Um, but also, <laughs> it... Uh, I forget I was gonna say. That. I got That's too right. distracted by the non-PC thing. <laughs> so this episode starts with oh, them all he's exci- also, oh, he's, he's we'll also an someday. awful human being. He, I've noticed that he's yeah. kind of an awful. At the beginning of this, they are just so mean to each other. Yeah, like that's I heard. You're like I can't do anything. Like, that's what I heard from girls you're dating or things <laughs> like just terrible things. They're all wisecracking to each other, and none of it is in good nature. Like it's just like they're so mean to each other. Yeah. But they're all getting jobs at the mall. Uh, Mario Lopez is, or AC Slater is going to wrap gifts. He's like, everything, I, I do everything good, is what he said. I was like, creepy. Uh, Lisa is working at the hospital to help with kids. Jesse is helping Santa Claus take pictures. Kelly's working at a store. And Zach, I guess, is just too rich to have to work. <laughs> He's just there hanging he out. He doesn't day, have a job. His and parents' money. I was like two weeks of Christmas and everyone's getting a job. I think, I don't remember yeah. if I did anything over Christmas. What Christmas. I love is that, you know, most Save by the Bell episodes take place, of course, at Bayside High. Um, once in a while, you get a glimpse of like Zach's bedroom or something or, you know, but usually you're in Mr. Belding's office or the hallway. No or Mr. Belding in this episode. No Mr. Belding, no school. The whole, um, the whole setting is the mall and the hospital which just conveniently enough they happen to have jobs at both these places for this one it worked single out story yeah 
it yeah. worked out perfectly that way. Yep. So they're at the mall, kind of Zach's walking around just randomly seeing his friends and then runs into this girl. She's like, and she, like, I watched that scene maybe three times because she's like, she needs, she's like trying to speed up so she can run into him. I was like, <laughs> girls, and then she goes, hey, watch it. Like, I was like, oh my God, what is this acting? She was okay after that, I think. But I said, oh no, oh no, what am I watching? And Zach's like, oh, I'm so sorry that I ran into you. Or I'm so sorry that I bumped into you, but I'm happy I ran into you. It was like right away he went from like, <laughs> creepy perv i'm yeah. zach morris goes for the handshake and he just yeah. starts he's becomes infatuated with her in a restraining order uh kind of way well i mean i don't want to get too far ahead but that's a behavior that gets um it escalates as the episode goes on because now he he has this physical run-in with this girl and then he becomes obsessed, obsessed. and and because because he's not working he has the full day to literally just stalk this girl. Yeah. The only thing he has to do is apparently he's Bob Cratchit in the mall's uh, performance of A Christmas Carol <laughs> that, that Zach's mom is putting on. I'm like, I didn't realize Zach's mom worked at the mall. And and they were like, this is like, oh, he wants to get this girl. Well, I haven't even talked about it yet. We find out this girl works with Kelly and Zach yeah. and she she brought her lunch, but it's just an apple. And Zach is beside himself. <laughs> Just an That's apple. all you eat. What is That's that? That's all you eat. And then, and then oh, she man. says, "Well, I'm on a diet." He goes, "You don't need it." And he looks at her like, "Says you don't need it." I was like, "Jesus Christ, you creep!" Uh, while that, after that happens, Screech shows and up. This with is a, after. That's after he like followed her to the that's, cafeteria. That, yes, to the her workplace. That's like, right. He's already read into her at like three different locations. He wants to bring up for on lunch on purpose. Yeah. yeah. He. Uh, Oh, and then we see Screech has a gift, but it, it's out of a... For some reason, he unwrapped it and filled it with water. It was a baby squeeze and squirt. The thing pisses <laughs> all over him. So they have to go to the bathroom together to dry yeah. off. This this guy comes in and just says, you want me to... Hey, you, got, you, you have a little accident on your pants? Want me to help you dry your pants? I would be like, no, run, run. <laughs> like, run, this this guy, he, he means well, but he's like, hey, I noticed a big wet stain on your pants. Well, also his like delivery too. It's not like it's not like, hey, are you are you okay? Do you need me? It's like, hey, are you? Uh, <laughs> hey, you want to? Uh, you want uh, to show you how to dry your crotch? You made him a little messy. You want a little help? Come here. You turn. He goes. Turn this down. I was like, it's already facing down. <laughs> Uh, and turn, but turn it this way to dry. Like, wow, what? Thanks for the tip. And um, unfortunately, I had to do that myself in high school. I once, I think I had white pants on, and I spilled chocolate pudding on me. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. People thought I made a front poop. I, I very quickly soaked my pants, cleaned it down, and then had to sit there and dry it. And it was, uh, yeah, it's brought back a lot of memories. But then the guy starts shaving. Well, first oh, he yeah. checks. Well, this is one of my favorite parts. First, yeah. he checks payphones for for coins. <laughs> then he starts just shaving in the middle of the mall, in the middle of the day, yeah. just yeah. random shaving. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much money he has, but if I always thought, well, if I ever get homeless, all I need is ten dollars a month to get a Planet Fitness, so I can go take a shower. Because yeah. that's one thing I don't know about. Like Zach should have been like, "Why do you stink?" <laughs> he should have said that to the girl. <laughs> Like there was no smell. I I was a. I, I, that thought crossed my mind too. Like, 
her hygiene is perfect. She's been wearing the same yeah. clothes for the whole time. Yeah. But I was just like, even his smell, you know, I was just like, oh man, it wasn't even brought up. You thought Screech would say something, but he starts shaving and and he's like, what? That guy's shaving. Does he live at the mall or something? And was, well, Zach this, says, I think he's homeless. Oh, yeah, that's that's my favorite part because Zach's like, Zach's like, hey, Screech, look it, he's shaving. <laughs> and then Screech looks and he goes, don't look. <laughs> he, like, goes, he goes, don't stare. Said, he goes, how can I stare? You, you said just as loud as possible, like yelled like a foot away from this guy about that, how he's shaving and look. <laughs> yeah, that's that's sitcom talk where the people five feet away from you can't yeah. hear how loud you're actually being. <laughs> uh, but the guy was like, cool. He's like, hey, it's okay. It's cool. I'm just shaving. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, and do you live at the mall? He's like, um, did he say I live? We, I live in lots of places. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, Zach's like, I know what I'll do. I'll take three dollars and stick it in the phone. Here. <laughs> hey, mister, I found some money. There's no money. Maybe you should check again. He's so proud of himself that he's like, I just saved homelessness. <laughs> now that guy can buy another razor so and oh he's like oh are you okay i'm just i maybe i need to eat a little more i'm a little lightheaded so there, that's a little setting things up for later uh we find that ac slater it's just a sign of great writing man it is you know it so is. many shows would have not have hinted that anything's a little to foreshadowing come. it would have just happened and uh you know i picture the, the uh, writing room they're like what is that called what did we just do was that foreshadowing? And they high five, like, "Oh my god, we did it! <laughs> Three seasons, and we 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 came up with something." And you know, and then all those writers went on to the wire. That's what they wrote after the show. So it's, I wouldn't doubt if some of them did. No, <laughs> nope. I'm going to tell you right now. This episode was written by Tom Tenovich, Tenovich, and Sam Bobrick. And Tom went on. He wrote an episode of Mork and Mindy. Oh my God, he wrote many episodes of Mork and Mindy. Oh, what an interesting thing. I did Mork and Mindy yesterday. He, last thing he worked on was something called City Guys. He hasn't worked in a while. I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. You know, it's so all this right. This was You're the good. twilight of his career. Sam yeah. Bobrick, unfortunately, passed away in 2019. He was 87 when he passed away. How old was this mofo when he wrote <laughs> Say by the Bell? This guy was in his 60s, 50s already. He's like, oh, I have an idea. <laughs> Screech, wet your pants. He's like, I once wrote an episode of Silver Spoons about a homeless. He, oh, he created. Say by the this guy wrote for Get Smart, not the movie with with Steve Carell, the original Get Smart in the sixties. He wrote for the Andy Griffith Show, and he, then he went on to go. I have an idea. Get a bunch of kids, kids all different colors, stick them in a school. Hilarity ensues. We're gonna give one of these kids a cell phone. What the hell is that? <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Time out. He was like, give, give me more. Give me more. This is great. This is great <laughs> stuff. So these guys, old people writing for, for young people, sounds sounds about yeah, right. It's perfect. So AC Slater is his job is wrapping gifts in the mall. He said he's good at everything. He bragged in a very flirtatious way to uh Mrs. Um Morris. I thought there was something yeah. going on there. Yeah, they're definitely like they're definitely yeah. hooking up. Yeah. But it, but he was Zach's so bad. dad's out of town. That's and, true. And Slater AC is... Slater, can you come please fix my drain pipe? Oh, that's not a euphemism. Yeah. It's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing. Uh, so 
the AC Slater is or Slater. We just call him. You just they call him Slater. They don't call him AC Slater. Slater. You know. You know what AC stands I, I for? I call him. Yeah. Albert Clifford. <laughs> I would have believed you, except you paused. That's a and real. No, that's a real thing. <laughs> oh, is Google it. it. Google it. it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, Google it. Tell I'm me sorry. if I'm right. Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Albert a. Clifford. C. Slater. A. Oh no, that's a rap star. It's like there's a rapper. A. C. Slater saved by the bell. We know it's Mario Lopez. Oh my God. Is it? <laughs> it's Albert Clifford Slater. Uh, and then it says Al- Albert Clifford Slater, Nia Sanchez. I don't know what that means. That means his mom is Sanchez, I'm guessing. Albert Clifford. Thank you. I would go by AC too. This <laughs> mom, oh, I mean, he couldn't he couldn't be an elf without showing off those those muscular arms but i'm getting ahead of myself <laughs> he um he's a gift wrapper and he's awful at it to the point where a woman assaults yeah. him like yeah. chokes him yeah. like yeah that was like i wanted her name to be karen and the whole thing that mm-hmm. we talk about for the karen idea everything's came from well you remember that episode of say by the bell comes That's, from that <laughs> that comes from that she chokes him because he wraps it's all because him. the writer of Andy Griffith's show hated a Karen. <laughs> what? My ex-wife was a Karen. So the woman, the old woman standing next to him is useless. Useless. She's watching her, her, her young co-worker getting choked. Does nothing about it. In fact, Zach grabs uh, Slater's wallet and pays the woman off 40 bucks for these champagne glasses. Uh, he's like, I'm, pay- I'm getting paid four bucks an hour and, and paying 40 bucks an hour. So <laughs> he's, while he's I, I I don't even remember. I'm all over the place with this, but um, he's so- he's rapping, and the the homeless fellow is that when he help. shows up? Oh, he offers Lisa, to help. That's right. Lisa, yeah. Well, that's when that's when Lisa Turtle's there. She's yes. getting a gift. He helps rap. Slater has a tape on his nose. He goes, "I need the tape," but they need. I don't even think he uses the tape. The homeless guy apparently has a knack for rapping. I thought, okay, that's going to be his job. Nope, he doesn't like at least help out. Nothing. Uh, instead, he's like, "Can I have some of those scraps? I want to make a. I want to. He wants to roll a doobie." <laughs> Slater's like, "Here." He gives him all this wrapping paper, and a few minutes later, the guy collapses. I'm sure I'm yeah. missing stuff. I know which I is am. which is a shame because he was going to eat that whole roll of wrapping paper. He was going to feed it to his child. <laughs> uh, is You're this- hitting. If, if you're missing anything, yeah, we're, I'm hitting we're, hitting, stuff. we're hitting all the major. The play things. is in the second episode, right? That's uh, once they know. Yeah. So they they're talking. Oh, it, she go. He goes to to visit uh, Kelly at the store at Moody's, and just and discovers that's where this girl. <laughs> Mister Moody is in a mood. <laughs> now, it, now is Mister ever a... seen again? Not that I remember. Okay, now. he was a dick. Uh, he did not trust uh, her for being uh, homeless later, but they steal. He's just he's just mean yeah. <laughs> those people. So um, he's like, oh, we we met a homeless person. I couldn't believe it. And um, he goes, I gave him some money. I hope he uses it right. It's like, what do you mean? Well, I hope he uses it for food, but you never know. He could be a wino <laughs> or worse. <laughs> and she's like, I just lost my appetite. 
Yeah, she goes, I don't want to eat with you anymore. And I have this yummy apple. So let me so go. She's going to take the apple eat and go. It's like, what I do? What, I was just talking but, about some wino. But then what does Zach do? He stalks her. He does not leave her alone. Uh, at one point, so that we don't learn about this. Oh, no. He does finally have lunch with her. Or she sits down. He goes to apologize. And she yeah. starts eating all his chips. Yeah. Eating all his chips. And then we find out he eats his chips. He eats. Well, you know what they eats. say about chips. You can't. Yeah. You bet you can't just eat 50. <laughs> uh, and then we find out that she ate some of his burger and she was, she ate a bunch of stuff and he's yeah. probably like, Oh my goodness, this bitch is hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. Asking that. <laughs> no. It's something he would say. Um, but you know, homeless people are so hungry <laughs> that they constantly. can eat every food in the world unlimited amount limited and then when they you go know, to the bathroom they, they have with, all with, that wrapping paper to wipe themselves with because see you and i don't know this because we're privileged and we eat on a regular basis but you True. know when when we when you don't eat your stomach expands significantly and it creates all this room where you can just feel it's like a whole chicken in my gut. Um, Store uh, for the winter. Yeah, yeah. It's like you might have a glass of eggnog this time of year. They're drinking it by the gallons. <laughs> yeah. And where are they getting all this? Zach Morris. Zach Morris. Obviously. Yeah. I so, mean, the guy had three dollars to leave in a phone for a homeless dude who he freaked out. That's true. He so. So the big thing is they're all bought gifts to go to the hospital to give to the sick kids that Lisa Turtle, she's working at the, she's, she's volunteering. She's not even working. She's volunteering. Yeah. So they all show up. Uh, Screech is a reindeer. Zach and Kelly are Mr. And Mrs. Claus. I want to say naturally. naturally. And I think Jesse's also kind of a Mrs. Claus. Jesse is an elf. And you Maybe know, you see elf. her earlier dressed in that sexy Santa suit from the mall. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, showgirls, Christmas, yeah, right? I, I noticed then, her until later. I was transforms into yeah. an elf, so like she I was, had to do a Christmas costume change. I was so into C. early on. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I really even paid attention to Jesse until like her dad's wedding, and they were all in a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? They all right. That's I was like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. She was a that, real beat to the step. You know, I was like, yeah, I'm sure she was. She's like, I'm gonna go make pictures. Uh, <laughs> So they're at the, uh, oh, wait, they're back at the mall first. Um, the homeless, they're like, what's going on over there? Three feet away from them. They're like, what's this commotion? And, oh, my God, that's the homeless guy. He fainted. Slater goes up to him. He's like, hey, are you okay? And he shakes him. Are you, are you, are you okay, mister? And luckily, he's a lifeguard, so he knows all the, um, he knows what to do. And I was like, is any of this correct? Tip his head back, do this. But then um, they call 911. And, of course, Screech is like, what's the number? For nine one one, classic. Uh, classic. A mall classic, security guard, classic Dustin Diamond. Mall security guard shows up, and instead of doing anything, he just he just hands the mouth guard to the the guy who's <laughs> who's wrapping gifts, <laughs> and immediately the guy starts. Uh, AC Slater starts breathing life. Alfred Clifford starts breathing life into this man. Yeah, uh, we don't see what happens. It goes right to the the hospital scene, where they're all dressed up. 
And then they ask uh, the girl who the nurse who I looked up in the credits because she looked familiar. No idea. She's not even listed. Well, uh, Zach just goes, uh, hey, let's go see that homeless guy. That's what, it, <laughs> that's what he said. Yes, where's that homeless guy? The guy who collapsed. They go to see him and what, what, what? They open the door. Dun, dun, dun. And there's, uh, there's Laura. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what are you doing here? Um, I'm visiting. He's my father. What do you, I wanted to be like, what do you mean he's your father? He's homeless. <laughs> How can he be your father? That would mean you are. Oh, and then they leave and there's no two potter. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning and I. Da, 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 da. And then so the next the episode is just about saving the max. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the episode. And I thought, oh no, I have to watch another one. You really go right to the next one. And it picks up right where they left off. Where he's like, why didn't you tell me? Well, of course it does, because it's Continuity. excellent writing. Excellent and writing. if there's one thing Sleep by the Bell's known for, as I discussed earlier, it's continuity and logic. You know, when you watch, when you watch, name a great TV show, Mike. Great name, name a, a truly great, critically acclaimed TV show. I will say a uh I'm gonna say a truly great uh critically acclaimed The Sopranos. Well, the continuity of the Sopranos is shit next to Safe by the <laughs> They never picked up right after, right where they left off when the homeless guy fainted. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. You never saw Tony Soprano wet himself in the bathroom. <laughs> nope. Because nope, of nope. a baby yeah. doll squirting water. You never all saw, over yeah. You never saw Silvio wrapping gifts. <laughs> Silvio? Am I right? I forget. It's been a long time. Polly Walnuts. Uh, I'm just listing <laughs> names I remember. So this episode, um, they like, what's wrong with your dad? Well, nothing. He goes, I guess I just have to eat more. So he goes, he goes, the doctor said I got to work on my diet. Yeah. Oh, what's your diet? Eating food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and they he, all went, <laughs> you're poor. And then they rolled the credits. You're starving that to was death. The, that was the big joke at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, um, uh, oh, she said, doctor said if he's he can leave and they're going to do another test in an hour and then he can leave. I'm like, what hospital gets you out of there that quick? Uh, they, um, he's like, well, if you're going to well, leave. You know what, though? That could be realistic because there's no way they have insurance. So the That's true. It's probably like, let's get you're, these you're alive. Yep. assholes yeah. out of here's here. Some, here's a juice box. Get out yeah. of here. <laughs> so they, uh, Zach's like, listen. You're coming to my house for Christmas. My dad's out of town. And I saw the guy perk up and go, oh, is he? He's out of town, is he? How's your mom? <laughs> I think I saw your mom when I was wandering around the mall all day. He's like, and then that gonna... actually was the first scene in Dustin Diamond's sex tape. Oh, my goodness. That's what we're doing next. <laughs> Diamonds are forever. Is that what it's called? Uh, so is that what it's called? I have no idea. No, I think it's called like <laughs> Screech's sex tape. A night in Screech or something stupid like that. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, so <laughs> we uh, then go back to the the house, right? We're back at the house where they're there originally, and uh, they have dinner. They have some dessert. Um, oh, and, the, and this again, right? This is scientific. This is a scientifically accurate scene. Uh, they did in-depth research about the appetites of homeless people. And they proved uh, during the script writing that, again, 
your stomach expands. Um, Lara ate like three lamb chops and it's like true. a bunch of other stuff. And they kept like, eating cookies. Yeah, cookies. Um, She's hibernating. Which, which, by the way, is what they gave the dad in the hospital was <laughs> cookies. And he's like, he's like, oh, this is just what the doctor ordered. That's I'm right. Like, I think the doctor ordered like, you know, a steak and like green beans <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like maybe just like a like a, you know, a, a chicken thigh or something. Or you know? maybe go to or a, a soup salad. Yeah. Maybe not like a like, all right, good news. You're not hungry, but you're now diabetic <laughs> and you still don't have insurance. Yeah. So, so good luck. Yeah. Eat less now. Yeah. So they, uh, that's when they talk to the mom about how, um, hey, I, um, you know, I lost my job. I think he said the computer factory. Uh, it sounded, uh, something like that. The computer factory. So we came out here to yeah. California. Once you, oh, you know, we missed rent for a month and that was it. I was like, wow, people nowadays, I feel like you missed rent for a month. They're like, come and get it if you want. Yeah. Um, I mean, the eviction process yeah. takes about like 10 years. <laughs> you have to prove this and prove that. Yeah. yeah. So, but not on TV. Boom. <laughs> bing, bang, boom. Like, I don't know. Just write it. Well, that's how write. good. That's how good they were. Um, they created their as own. As renters. They said, you know what? We missed a month. We're out. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> We're out. Well, we'll, we'll see ourselves out. <laughs> they came out to California six months ago, but he just can't get a job. And I'm thinking, well, there's no good jobs in technology in California. <laughs> Maybe there wasn't in 1991 as right. much as there is and, today. But also, too, you spend all day at the mall who are That's desperate true. for seasonal help. <laughs> That's true. You could like, you show that you can wrap gifts. This is where the episode takes a turn. We attack the homeless. <laughs> Just go and fill job applications. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you can stand there and hold the sign. Well, then you can stand there and, and make me fries. Like, like, I, I, I think I when I was younger, I used to be like, what are they? Now I'm like, you know what? You don't don't know what the hell's going on in anyone's yeah. life. But we do know what's going on in this guy's life. He just wants a job, but he just has no address to put on his application. And they just hire the next guy, shows yeah. up in a ratty old suit. And Well, as Laura said, they move trip. around a lot. They do so, move around a lot. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I think they, that's when they started talking about the play. She's they like, move I from just... the food court to yeah, the court. clothing they store. Go, they go to the, to the gift wrapping store. I'm going to test this mattress <laughs> out for a good nine hours. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so that's when they mentioned the, the, the mall play and she, Laura doesn't think she can get it off because she just started working there today. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know what? I might be on Mr. Moody's side for this one. Uh, and they, I don't care if I get it right anymore. They go, they go to, we see them at the store and this is where Moody is a real dick. He, um, he, first he says, you're not, you're working. You're not going to have it off during the uh, during the big play, the huge mall play. You know, you can't have it off. Um, then uh, she's like, "I really want to buy this jacket for my dad." I thought, "Uh oh, here we go, yeah. sitcom, sitcom yeah. Uh, misunderstanding." Um, yeah. Yeah, bring it up, and thank thank God that jacket's the right size. I wanted, <laughs> I'll bring it up later. But I wanted him to put it on and it'd be too small. Oh well, you know what? It's fine. I can like use Chris it as Farley a, and Tommy Boy. I'll just use it as a blanket. <laughs> so <laughs> they, um, it's a shawl, right? 
they, he asked, then she asked, can I get an advance on my salary? Like salary, you work in a mall for $4 an hour, probably $5 an hour for a few hours so that she can buy. He's like, you haven't, I wouldn't be like, you haven't earned that jacket yet. Yeah. And yeah. let's be honest. If you could earn enough to get a jacket, maybe buy your dad, I don't know, a potato or something. <laughs> like I just thought, you know, maybe ask for an advance to like, you know, buy a yeah. bag of groceries. And how did she get a job without writing an address down? Moody hired her. Why didn't he? Hey, can we also hire my dad? He's really smart. He works in computers or he builds computers. Either way, he's really smart. Uh, but he just wanders. Wait, the computer factory? Yes. He's hired. Wait. I'm not going to. That's shaving man. I'm not hiring him. Um, all he does is go around to pay phones and helping, <laughs> helping boys with wet pants. So he's like, I can't. Uh, you know, he she's not able to work the play. She's not able to get the jacket. Then Zach shows up as Tiny Tim and um, he's like, I'll work my business. Mr. Moody, step into my office. I can make this. I can triple your business, which I was. I just thought he was going to write a check or you know use his dad's credit card and buy a bunch of stuff. We don't know exactly what he does, but he's like, you're all set. You can be in the play. So she's all excited. She runs off. Then Kelly's like, tells the other girl, because I thought, who the hell's working in the store? But there is a third girl. He tells, she tells the third girl, the third girl should have been crying because she wanted to be in the play. <laughs> I've been working here for four years. And uh, Laura just swoops in and yeah, steals swoops in her. out of nowhere. Um, so, and who was going to play the, the part before Laura? Like, I want to see her and another person on the sidelines like, that was my part. She's but just what, like, at least I'm not homeless, bitch. <laughs> so Kelly tells the girl, hey, I'm going to, um, can you keep this behind the counter? I'm going to buy it as a gift. And she's like, sure. And I thought, uh-oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, So then we get the play itself. Zach rewrote it to drop in ads for Moody's department store. We get some truly terrible acting, except for Screech. Screech brings it as 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 scrooge i thought he was the best part lisa's british accent was okay um jesse's was just all over the effing place jesse gets a pass you know why i've seen her boobies (laughs) this you 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 know what you think it stopped there but there's you've seen all of it (laughs) everyone has uh so um she I don't know who they are. They're like the kids, I guess. And um, Zach's mom plays Mrs. Cratchit. So they're married in the episode. Then there was a real long kiss scene between <laughs> Mr. and Bob Cratchit. So he's Bob Cratchit. Uh, Slater is Tiny Tim, which I really thought took some, like, was interesting because I never thought Slater would show in, in vulnerability. You know, he'd probably, I, I thought he would come out like, I'm Tiny Tim, but I'm with muscles and I don't need no stupid crutch. I ain't no cripple. You know, because yeah, and I'm sure they'd say it just like that on this show. But uh, we see, um, I don't know who the hell the ghost of Christmas. We don't actually see the ghost of Christmas past. We see the ghost of Christmas present. Maybe we see the ghost of Christmas past. I don't remember. We see the ghost of Christmas present, who is played by Laura, and then the ghost of Christmas yet to come, which is played by Lisa. And they had a quick little. It was actually um, kind of funny when they clicked a butt like they pulled off um scrooge scrooge mick uh screech his his nightgown or dressing you know bedgown and all of a sudden he was in a suit a perfect suit 
<laughs> and everything was, oh, brought to you by Moody's. And you could see Moody was eating this up. He was like, this is amazing. This is great. We did it. We're going to we're gonna triple sales. All these stupid rubes are going to come to my store afterwards. And all it took was a single high school boy. <laughs> yep. All it took was that boy, that boy with the wet pants. <laughs> So he goes back to the store all happy. And uh, well, first Kelly goes back or Laura goes back. Uh, for some reason they went back in staggered layers, but that's how TV works. She's like, what happened to that jacket? Oh, uh, it's sold. Somebody so sold it. Now, didn't Kelly tell her exactly? Yeah. Or maybe she didn't want, okay. She knew it was a surprise. So she was covering. So she was, yeah. she didn't want to give it yeah. away. Okay. But wasn't she there when Moody came in and goes, you stole it. You stole it. Uh, and he thinks she stole As it. As those people do. And you're right. And he goes, and she, I don't even know if he fires her, but she runs off. I didn't. I swear as I didn't. Um, Kelly comes in. He's like, she's like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm bought. I'm buying it. I'm coming to pay for it right now. Oh no, I've made a bad choice. <laughs> so you could see Moody was like, uh Oh, cause he was calling the cops. He's like, this is Moody, Mr. And I'm in a bad Moody. Call, and then he's like, "Oh, never mind, forget it." Yeah, he realized he yeah. blew it. So, Which all—that's uh, how much pull, though, Mister Moody has. One yeah. phone call ruined her. The whole life. police department would yeah. be down there. Yep. So, Riot. <laughs> we got here. Yeah, Moody. Moody's crew. <clears throat> there's a guy with a big chomping on a cigar. We got to find this girl. We got to bring well, her you down. Know, when you're tripling uh, Christmas sales, like the way Zach did for him. You you can have a few popos on the payroll. Free advertising in the mall that you're at. Yeah. They're already there. <laughs> Your sign does just as much good as Screech. It is the only male clothing yeah, store right? in the mall. But um, no, there's there's like four others. And they're like, damn it, I need I should have got in here. So the, Laura runs off. We don't know where she is. Uh, Slater's like, I saw her running in the parking lot. But, uh, here's gone. the if they were here's my one complaint, right? There's only one. My well, I have a I have well, you know, I you only have one. One complaint. The perfect joke would be, where did she go? Oh, she went home. <laughs> That's I swear <laughs> to God, I thought, did anyone check her home? Like that could be anywhere. <laughs> uh that is awesome. But the um they're like, because Slater's like, it was weird because I saw her running through the parking lot, but she wasn't there. So she could be anywhere. They need to, you know, they need to comb the city together. And Kelly, I, I don't know if it was Kelly, him and his mom, but they, the first place they check is this Christmas tree uh, farm. And they're like, we need to find her and find her fast. Then there's this car that won't like, stop. Why would that be the first place? The first place they check. It was a little, looked like a little Chevette that Christmas my friend farm. used to drive. Um, and it couldn't start. Well, first they're like, Hey buddy, you gotta, you gotta move that car. We need it for paying customers And the car. You, the car's not starting. So you see a guy get out and it's Laura's dad, Frank. And oh, I have, I am to be in front of me. I don't remember his name is Frank. <laughs> he gets out and they're like, Oh, Oh, Mr. Frank. I don't know. They don't have their last names. on Mr. Too. Frank, 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 Mr. Homeless man, Mr. Homeless. <laughs> Laura, uh, Frank and Frank, Frank, <laughs> Frank. It's like the Mario's. So they're like, where's Laura? She gets out of the car. I'm here. Where are you staying? This is where we're staying. Not on my watch. Mrs. Morris invites them all home. You're not spending Christmas Eve in this piece of shit car. This is, this is my favorite car. 
this is the car my wife bought me before she passed. No, but she's like, you're not staying in this car. <laughs> Brings him back home. They end up having Christmas together. Uh, and um, then Kelly show no Kelly he shows ends up, up drinking all the wine because all it turns the wine. Out he was a wine <laughs> and, <wind up. laughs> and, and then he pays off this prostitute Laura to be his daughter. <laughs> we did it again. We grifted those sons of bitches. So and the whole they, Morris family was dead. Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly is now turned into know, the right? darkest episode. <laughs> Kelly, it it writes itself. Kelly shows up and she says, um, Mr. You know, what happened with the jacket? I didn't, I didn't end up buying it because Mr. Moody did. He's like, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. This is for you. Gives it to the dad. The dad puts it on. Thank God it fits. He's like, Merry Christmas. He leaves, but he could still see he was like, ah, humbug. Uh, <laughs> because the- I'll see you Thursday for yeah. the after Christmas sale. <laughs> That's right. Everyone be there at Moody's. Uh, then the weirdest thing happens because uh, Mrs. Morris says, listen, I talked to, I talked to uh, my husband and he, and he says, says, it's cool if we fuck. If- <laughs> I'm going to pass out. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not editing any of this. <laughs> it was right there. I had to. <laughs> and everyone else is awkwardly staring. And he even he's like, huh? And she's like, come on, come on, grabs his hand. And they just all they the two of them walk upstairs <laughs> together. And everyone's like, what's going on? And then you just hear, you hear the mattress. And like, what is happening? And this is this it's a three-part episode. The whole third part is just the and then he comes downstairs smoking a cigarette, wearing one of Zach's dad's shirts. <laughs> Zach's Call me dad's daddy shirt. now, son. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to He puts his feet up. Okay. But what actually happens is even weirder, even weirder than that is I talked to Zach's dad and you can stay here until you get a job. He's like, even he's like, what? He's like, <laughs> like these people are crazy. That could take months. It's like, it's okay. Zach, you know, we could, we'll overstay our welcome. He's just like, that's okay. Zach overstayed his welcome a long time ago. He's like, what? And meanwhile, Zach's just like, I can finally pound this homeless girl. <laughs> yeah. She could stay in my room. And then, and, and, um, the, they're like, we wish you could get you something. He's like, well, baby, there is, I feel like there is something we could get. Now, on another TV show, he'd walk over to the bag, pull out a gun and go, empty your wallets. But instead, he sits at the piano. And the two of them sing a, a um, some sort of song I don't even remember. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not even sure if this is good. I, it might be good. I can't tell if it's good. But they sing it, and that I believe is the end of the episode, right? Well, it's not a Christmas episode if it doesn't end in some kind of song. That's true. Now here's the thing: the next episode, these people are never heard from again, never seen again. No. They don't show up no. ever again. So no. you have to wonder if in the neck in the next week they um got he got a job and they they moved out of town or they were shown as grifters and got arrested. Either and way, they, Zach uh, never brings her up again. He was obsessed yeah, with never, her on never. Christmas. And then never. by the next episode, they are never ever heard from yeah. again. See, I feel like you know. That's one thing that Boy Meets World always got right. 
was like when there was like a continuity issue, they would address it as a joke later on in the series, right. you know, like with the Minkus. Minkus disappears after season one. And then when they're graduating high school, he shows up and they're like, where have you been? He's like, I've been on the other side of the hallway. That they never <laughs> show. See, that, that they they were clever, though. They were clever yeah. and they were better actors, too. Um, but Saved by the Bell, um, the writing didn't quite bring them there. Right, they didn't quite bring them there. They were just like, these are all some, these are all good looking kids, except for that goofy shit. But this, these are all good looking kids. Whatever we say, they'll they'll just eat it up. Plus and that, that's pretty much what happened. Plus, can we backtrack a little bit and just talk about that how over? that? Let's, let's I haven't just been recording yeah. the whole thing. The um. That their their friend group would never exist in a million years. They they took one of every stereotypical <laughs> type of high school student and put them together in one group. So you have like the prep, the the preppy kid, the jock, the nerd. the nerd, the fashion girl, the the smart or like none of those people exist together. together. Right? It's like, like they would be... all have their own cliques. Like right. Zach would be with all the preppy kids. Like Slater they should be have with all the jocks, right? Greech, like, like there was a, there were clicks. All those clicks existed outside of their friend group, but they all like transcended those clicks to find each other. Right. It would like, make sense. Greech if they never were... hung out with the nerds. Yeah, he always hung out with the coolest kids in the. Like they were school. already like, together. Gonna, That's yeah. true. He he should be cool. He's <laughs> yeah. the king of the. He's the king of yeah. the, the the weirdos. But and he even says, "Who are you?" He goes, "I'm his geeky sidekick." <laughs> I mean, um, he did date Tori Spelling. I will. That is true. Yeah. That is true. But it would have been made some more sense if they were all different cliques and they all sat at a new school. And then all of a sudden we see them kind of come together and they realize, you know, something like that. Right. Something that would actually be well written. But that requires logic. Logic and foresight into <laughs> where the season's going. And this is saved going. by the bell. Uh, and it was, we have to remember, this is also Saturday morning television. Yeah. yeah. This isn't prime time. This isn't Saved by the Bell, the reboot. Uh, you watched the reboot, right? Yeah. Yeah. I never watched uh, the second season. And because of that, they canceled it. <laughs> because of you didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. They canceled it. I, I, watched, I watched the first season and I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was like, that. it was better than I anticipated because, you know, they, they poked fun at themselves. It was like, yes. It was like an actual reboot in the same vein as the original series, but there were, but it was mixed with like elements of like the Brady Bunch movies where they like made fun of the original right. show, good. you know? Yeah. Well, they all kind of went on to things we, we watched. Like for me, Mark Paul Gosseler, uh, I've watched him in a ton of other things, NYPD Blue. Uh, yeah. I watched him on Franklin and Bash. People don't talk about show. I love I that like, show. I feel like there were there was years where he didn't work, and then all of a sudden they were like, he's hey, "You can work again," yeah. and he's like literally is on everything. And he's a good actor, and he was in some like Fox show that had like gifted alien people with powers. I watched that. And let us not forget Dead Man on Campus. <laughs> I, this, I do remember that. I don't think I've ever seen it. With I Was that his Franklin and Bash co-star? I don't remember. Uh, but he was Mario, in a mixed dish, right? Was that the show? Oh, that's like right. The, he was on that. Yeah. Spin-off. Yep. Uh, Mario Lopez, of course, is on one of those he, extra He's extras literally everywhere. He's like the... He's like the... 
I was going to say the B-level Ryan Seacrest, but Ryan Seacrest might be the B-level Mario Lopez. (laughs) That's true. Mario Lopez is is the guy who says, oh, you don't think going on Dancing with the Stars was a good idea? Boom. It relaunched his career. Uh, Tiffany Thiessen, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, of course, you and I loved her on on, uh, White Collar. She is wife material. Let me tell you. She was on uh, White Collar. But White Collar recently. There was a there was a great Fox show um, that aired for like a season. When I say great, I mean, it was horrible oh. and I don't remember anything about it, but, but, she, she there, but it. there was an episode where she made out with Jamie Priestley or Jamie Presley. And uh, that scene's always ingrained in my brain. Um, <laughs> you, own, you own that, uh, that scene. You own that on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just that one scene. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Yes. That's what kind of what made her sustain. You know, she left by right. the she bell. Right from and that, then she was right like the that. evil. She was mean on that. I'm like, she no, like she's so slut. nice. Yeah, she's so nice. Don't say that. She had um a, she also had a Food Network show too. Like a That's couple right. years yeah. back. Yeah. Uh Elizabeth Berkeley, of course, showed her bits um in Showgirls. And the problem, well, first of all, it was a lot of nudity, but it was also in a terrible, terrible movie that gets made yeah. fun of. Yeah. And she put all her eggs. Literally yeah. in that basket. Hollywood uh, went through a phase where they're like, we need two stripper movies, strip and showgirls. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I got to say, both of them are probably two of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> but, uh, you know, strip tease is, it, it, I said before, Saved by the Bell makes Boy Meets World look like Breaking Bad. Showgirls, make Showgirls strip makes striptease look like <laughs> Citizen Kane or something. You know? so striptease had its moments because it tr- it tried to be a comedy. Yeah. It, it was a comedy, you know, with like Burt Reynolds had some funny moments in it. Um, well, it was like an actual movie, whereas right, like Showgirls, Showgirls was just like was just like it was meant to be an actual movie, but it was actually just like a B grade. It yeah, like yeah. And they were like, "Oh no, she's not good at acting." Uh oh. Yeah, take it off. Take off more. When like there's one scene where she shows her like the knife at the beginning, like she flicks her knife up. Not that I've ever seen this movie, but she flicks her knife up, and I'm like, "Oh no, 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 no! This is not going to end well." Uh, Dustin Diamond, uh, rest in peace. Did he pass away just within the last couple of years? It might have been last year. I don't remember. Time. Yeah, it was in the last, last year or two. Yeah. Uh, but he went on to be Screech and Saved by the Bell, the new class, and Saved by the Bell, oh, the college did. years. Oh, he he, he became Belding's um, right hand man, I believe. Did you watch the new class? Of course, of course I you did. did. Um, of course you did. He was uh, he came back, and I know he was a teacher at Bayside. Oh, he was a teacher. Um, I yeah. thought he was just like I don't know, assistant to the principal. He might have been both. He might have been both. But um... and then we have Lisa Turtle, Lars Voorhees, not to be confused with Jason Voorhees, who, by uh, the way. Um, was a beautiful woman. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen her plastic surgery, but there's well, some scary pictures out there. There were some real scary, like weird pictures where she her looks skin, better. She looks her skin was all now. like a different shade. Like it, something yeah. was wrong with like it. Just looked yeah. way off. She did some. She's done other stuff since. So she looks better now. Like she looks more normal now. Like but the IMDb there photo was a scary... of her now <clears throat> looks. I don't know when this was. There's a scary phase there, but um. But, uh, She's standing. She was she in the college? Was she in the new reboot? I think she made a cameo. She made okay. a cameo. Did yeah. she look normal? Yeah, she looked more normal. Oh, she's she in three like, episodes. Yeah, yeah. But she was. Other than that, she's she 
hadn't done stuff in t- about 10 years. She played Lisa Turtle in Robot Chicken. Um, yeah, not, yeah, not she's much. She's been the least prolific, I think. I think so. Because um, I Screech, think I had, I had a crush was like on her, the, too. Wow. Screech was not. always working because he was such a sleazebag. <laughs> well, Screech was like... And he did all those reality shows. He did all those did, reality like, shows. Celebrity boxing. Yeah. Uh, who's on one of the i think he was on one of the rehab shows too probably like was, celebrity or, rehab or like sex rehab or, or something, something like, like that yeah or fit club Those or Dr. whatever Drew ones yeah and because he, he <laughs> i remember him being i think on howard stern once he kind of is a dick or he was yeah. a dick you know he was a real like he was the one dick. that nobody wanted anything to do with because he badmouthed everybody he badmouthed everybody he talked behind everybody's back <laughs> i don't know if he wrote a book or he, he contributed to things uh, and then he puts out a sex tape. He was just like the guy who was hungry for fame because there was yeah. not much else going on. He needed uh, 15 more minutes. Exactly. And he was like desperate to like get but, it. But his death, he he got cancer, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think is... I think it was, I want to say it was cancer and he kept it secret. Want, why would you want to say like, that? It happens like really <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. And that's it, everybody. Thanks. See you tomorrow. We'll end on that. But um, yeah. I think I think I'm almost positive I will never ever talk about Saved by the Bell again on this podcast. But you never say never. Listen, I have more episodes we can do. Are there other Christmas episodes? I mean, I didn't say that. I just said oh, we can okay. go well, back then, and talk about. <laughs> we got to do it with my dad. We call it Saved by the Mel, and we just talk about it. And we watch every episode with him. Uh, that's it. I'm done. I'm not editing this at all. We did fine. Don't make. I shouldn't have said that. I gotta, I gotta see. Oh, I'm, no. I'm gonna go check to see if they did a Christmas episode of the College Years because that would be really something to behold. Oh I my god! Like. Well, I, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm gonna give you. Uh, if I give you your choice again, this is what I'm gonna end up with. <laughs> is there a third show you like? I can only think of uh, those there's, two. There's multiple Christmas episodes of Boy Meets World. <laughs> we could, I, I would. I will pray to go back to that to where to what we were here. Uh, I can see if there's a Christmas episode of California Dreams. Even if it's even, even if it's not as good as last year, where Corey was California so pissed, that Topanga wanted to change all of their traditions, and they were like, "What? She's just sleeping over." <laughs> anyway, that is it, Brandon. Thank you so much for joining me on this. Thanks Thursday. for having me. Thanks it was it's great me. to catch up. This is why doing a podcast with you. Uh, when we did the wrestling podcast was so much fun because we kind of talk about wrestling and then we just go off on different tangents Yeah, and just timing wise. Uh, you did not want to do wrestling anymore <laughs> and I barely have done it. Uh, I don't even talk about, I don't even think I, I think I mentioned you in the show now and we, we should do something like this more often. I we think, should, you know? we should absolutely. I would, you know, and I, are you, are there plans for uh Metallicast down the line? Yeah, I just gotta like wrap my head around it and figure out logistically sure. what we can do. And you I know, know it looks like we're feeling. moving in a handful of months, so we'll see if the so new do you location. Have, do you have a house has, that you're... No, but we don't have a choice because our landlords are selling. So oh, like, I see. I see. So we're gonna be someplace new come May, whether no we're renting what. or own. Yeah, maybe you could stay at Zach's house. We did it, everybody. We came full <laughs> circle. If I see you at the mall shaving. We know <laughs> we know are, how things are and, and, and your wife is eating an apple. Oh, the kids are eating we, an apples. You know what we need to do? We need to end this the way every good Christmas episode ends. 
with oh, this. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, keep going. Uh, you can find Brandon uh, at Metallicast Pod um, on Twitter. And at fansonexperts.com slash Metallicast. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Geek Mentality. Uh, the website is fansonexperts.com. The Facebook page is fansonexperts. I'll be back tomorrow with another guest. But until then, my friends, thank you so much, Brandon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Have a great Thursday. See you tomorrow. And here is my my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Because I'm kind of funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time and I'm kind of handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this episode. Fast, not experts. There's not going to be one bit of editing.